Nothing but old 45s. Welcome to a special edition of Nothing But Old 45s called The British Invasion. If you know anything about music history from the 60s, the so-called British Invasion took place in the mid-1960s. Around 1964, that's when the Beatles caught fire in the United States. Radio stations in the U.S. began playing records by almost any group or artist from Great Britain that could lay their hands on. And promoters in Great Britain were more than happy to provide U.S. radio stations with plenty of new artists. The Beatles, The Rolling Stones, Dave Clark Five, Herman's Hermits, to name just a few, were at the forefront of that invasion. Now, in the process, hundreds of U.S.-based groups and artists were literally ignored. On this British Invasion special, I will play the best of the best of those bands and artists that literally invaded our radios and our lives. Now, I won't necessarily be playing their number one hits that you've heard time and time again. So it should be kind of interesting. Let's get started with this group that started it all. The Beatles. Twin Sin. It's been a
just had to start off this British Invasion special with the Beatles. That was Baby or a Rich Man from 1967, a song where the Beatles have made it up to number 34 of the Billboard Hot 100 chart. It was actually the B-side to their number one single, All You Need Is Love. The song was also included on the Beatles' Magical Mystery Tour album. I opened the Beatles' twin spin with one of their songs that started it all, Hard Day's Night, which zoomed to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart during the summer of 1964. At this point in time, U.S. radio stations were playing just about anything by the Beatles they could find. Ed Sullivan had the Beatles on his TV show, and they played in front of 55,000 screaming fans at Shea Stadium in New York City in August of 1965, the British invasion had begun. Nothing but old 45s.
1964 hit, She's Not There. It was one of three hits the British group had between 1964 and 1969 in the United States. The Zombies had actually formed way back in 1958 and played local clubs when they were called the Mustangs. But after they discovered several other groups with the same name, they changed their name to the Zombies in 1962. Out with the British Invasion set with the Trebolos and their 1967 number 13 hit, Here Comes My Baby. It was one of three hits the British group had between May and October of 1967. And that was it. Now, while the Trebolos began having hit records in the UK as far back as 1963, they didn't really catch fire in the United States until 1967. And even then didn't last too long on the charts. But the Trebolos continued to have hit records in the U.K. until about 1972. 
Now, right after the Beatles took the United States by storm, radio stations needed more British groups, and the Rolling Stones fit the bill. Well, baby used to stay out all night long. She made me cry. She done me wrong. She hurt my eyes open. That's no Please. 
The Yardbirds and their number nine 1965 hit, Heart Full of Soul. It was one of six hits the British group had in the United States between 1965 and 1966. The Yardbirds formed in London back in 1963, and while they broke up in 1968, the group reformed in 1992. And get this, they continue to perform to this day. Check out their website. TheYardbirds.com. I opened the set with the Rolling Stones and one of their very early hit records in the U.S. It's all over now. It wasn't a big hit for the Rolling Stones, only hitting number 26 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in 1964. But it really got the attention of music fans in the States. Before long, U.S. music fans were screaming for more Rolling Stones records, and the Rolling Stones had plenty to offer. Nothing but old 45s. The British invasion wasn't just bands like the Beatles and Rolling Stones. It also included some very talented women who are still remembered for their hit records. Let's listen to Petula Clark and Dusty Springfield. Call me. 
Springfield and her 1964 number six hit, Wishing and Hoping. It was one of 11 hit records the British singer had in the United States between 1962 and 1969. She actually had another hit record in the U.S. in 1987 when she teamed up with another British group, the Pet Shop Boys. Dusty Springfield is considered by some international polls as one of the best female singers of all times. I'll be set with one of Petula Clark's many hit records during the British Invasion, A Sign of the Times, which landed at number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in 1966. Petula Clark's best-known hit record, of course, was her number one hit in 1965, Downtown. 
She had a total of 15 hit records in the United States between 1965 and 1968. Both Petula Clark and Dusty Springfield are considered female icons of what was known as the swingin' 60s. WTBR. Nothing but 44. Second verse, same as the first. I'm Henry the Eighth, I am. Henry the Eighth, I am, I am. I got married to the widow next door. She's been married seven times before, and everyone was an Henry. Henry! She wouldn't have a Willie or a Sam. No, Sam! I'm a eighth old man, I'm Henry. Henry the Eighth, I am. Turn me on to anything you want to 
the Mindbenders. And their number two 1966 hit, A Groovy Kind of Love. It was one of two hits that the British group had in the United States. Their rather big hit record was Game of Love a year earlier in 1965. Now, as for the song itself, Groovy Kind of Love, it would become a number one hit for another British singer, Phil Collins, 22 years later. I opened the set with a British group that some people say were almost as popular as the Beatles, Herman's Hermits, and their number one 1965 hit, I'm Henry VIII I Am. Peter Noon, the lead singer of Herman's Hermits, radiated a certain charm in his singing and onstage performances, and American audiences loved it. Well, just about done with the first half of this British Invasion special on Nothing But Old 45. So far, we've heard from the Beatles, the Zombies, the Yardbirds, even Petula Clark, and the Mindbenders. We've got a second half coming up. Stick around. We'll be right back. Nothing but old 45's laugh track. <laughs> Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, that grumble give a whistle and this'll help things turn out for the best and always look on the bright side of life always look on the light side of life if life seems jolly rotten there's something you've forgotten and that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing When you're feeling in the dumps Don't be silly chumps Just purse your lips and whistle That's the thing Ain't always look on the bright side of life Come on Always look on the bright side of life For life is quite absurd Death's the final word You must always face the curtain with a bow Forget about your seat Give the audience a grin Enjoy it, it's your last chance and yeah So always look on the bright side of death Just before you draw your terminal breath Nothing but old 45. Hey there, Georgie girl, swinging down the street so fancy free. Nobody you meet could ever see the loneliness there inside you. Hey there, Georgie girl, why do all the boys just pass you by? Could it be you just don't try, or is it the clothes you wear? You're always window shopping, but never stopping to buy. 
get those downy feathers and fly a little bit. Hey there, Georgie girl, there's another Georgie deep inside. Bring out all the love you hide, and oh what a change that be. The world would see a new Georgie girl. a reality you can't always run away don't be so scared of changing and rearranging yourself it's time for jumping down from the shell a little bit hey there georgie girl there's another georgie deep inside bring out all the love you hide and oh what a change that be
Welcome back to the second half of this Nothing But Old 45 special that is featuring some of the hit records from the British invasion of the U.S. music charts in the 1960s. I thought it'd be kind of fun to play a couple of songs that were included in hit British-produced motion pictures. That was Lulu and her number one 1967 hit, To Sir With Love, from the movie of the same name starring Sidney Poitier and Lulu. Yeah, she was in it. It was Lulu's big hit in the United States. But she actually had three others that are pretty much forgotten. You may not know this, but Lulu sang the title song to the 1974 James Bond movie, The Man with the Golden Gun. Out on the set with the Seekers and the song from another hit motion picture from Great Britain, Georgie Girl, a song that landed at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in the United States in 1966. Now, the Seekers had that British sound, but they were actually a folk group from a former British colony, Australia. The British invasion wasn't just about music. No, sir. Movies and TV shows joined the bandwagon with everything British. Movies released in the early to mid-1960s included Mary Poppins. You know, the story about a British nanny. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in a most delightful way. My Fair Lady, starring Audrey Hepburn. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plains. By George, he's got it. By George, he's got it. And of course, Sean Connery as 007. My name is Bond, James Bond. On TV, there were plenty of espionage shows that arrived on the heels of James Bond, including The Man from Uncle, The Avengers, and even a parody series called Get Smart. Is that you, 99? Yes, Max. You know something, 99? I like you with a mustache. <laughs> Don't shave it off. Such movies and TV shows were very popular with American viewers. Okay, let's get back to music. WTBR. Nothing but old 45's instrumental hits. Now, as far as British instrumental hits of the 60s were concerned, there weren't very many of them. But here's one you may remember The Tornadoes and their international hit, All About a Satellite.
were the Tornadoes and their 1962 number one hit in the United States, Telstar. Now, hold on a moment. 1962? Wasn't that technically before the British musical invasion? Well, yes. Telstar was the only hit record the Tornadoes had in the United States, but they had many more in the UK preceding the Beatles' arrival in the United States by about a year and a half. And by the way, Telstar was named after the Telstar communication satellite launched by the U.S. in July of 1962. Nothing but old 45s.
hits they had in the United States, I can see for miles. The group actually got a late start in the British invasion with I Can See for Miles becoming a hit for them in this country in late 1967. The Who formed in London in 1964 and became one of the supergroups from the UK, right up there with the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and many others. I open a set with Jerry and the Pacemakers and their 1964 hit, How Do You Do It?, which landed at number nine for the British group in the United States. Like the Beatles, Jerry and the Pacemakers called Liverpool, England their home, and in fact played at many of the clubs the Beatles did before they hit it big during that British music invasion of the United States. How Do You Do It?, by the way, was also a very, very short record, only one minute and 52 seconds long. Heck, DJs didn't even have a chance to get a cup of coffee in that time. Join us up on Facebook. Just search for nothing but old 45s. Have I the right to hold you? You know I've always told you that we must never, ever part. Oh, have I the right to kiss you? I'll always miss you I've loved you from the very start Come right back I just 
on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in the United States in 1965. I opened the set with a song that was a big hit for a one-hit wonder group from London, The Honeycombs, Have I the Right, a song that landed at a solid number five for the British group in the fall of 1965. But that was it for them in the United States, although they had several more hit records in the U.K., it looks like I have time for one more song on this Nothing But Old 45 special, so how about if I play the Holly?
that's the unmistakable sound of the Hollies and their first United States hit, Look Through Any Window. The song was not actually a big hit for them in this country, only landing at number 32 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in the United States in 1966. But it opened the door for their next big hit record, Bus Stop, and many more after that. Well, that takes care of this nothing but old 45's British Invasion special. And there were so many more groups and hits during that time period, I may have to do a British Invasion special part two. Well, we'll see. Love to get your reaction to this and other specials on our nothing but old 45's Facebook page. I'm Larry Crafter, your host. Take care. Nothing but old 45s, class of 1971. Welcome to a Nothing But Old 45 special, The Class of 1971, a musical review of that year. I'm Larry Cracker, your host for this special, and I'll be playing a lot of hit records from 1971 for a variety of reasons. That could be the year you graduated from high school or college. Maybe you got married and started a family. But in either case, 1971 may be special to you. And in the next hour, you'll be hearing a lot of songs that may cause you to turn up the volume a little bit. Now, during the show, I'll also be presenting some fascinating historical facts about 1971. So, get ready for an hour of great music on this nothing but old 45s class of 1971 special.
Baton Rouge Waiting for a train When I was feeling near as faded as my jeans Bobby thumbed a diesel down Just before it rained And rode us all the way into New Orleans I pulled my harpoon Out of my dirty red bandana I was playing soft while Bobby sang the blues <laughs> Windshield wipers slapping time We sang every song that driver knew Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing, I mean nothing, honey, if it ain't free Yeah, feeling good was easy long when he sang the blues You know, feeling good was good enough for me Enough for me and my Bobby again. From the Kentucky coal mine to the California sun, yeah, Bobby shared the secrets of my soul. Through all kinds of weather, through everything that we've done, yeah, Bobby, baby, kept me from the Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing, that's all that Bobby left me But a feeling good was easy loud when he sang the blues Hey, feeling good was good enough for me mm-hmm. Good enough for me and my Bobby
Welcome to another with Old 45 special. I'm calling the class of 1971, a musical review of that year. That was Janis Joplin and a number one song from 1971 for her, Me and Bobby McGee. Now, many of you may say, wasn't that after she died? Well, you would be correct. Columbia Records released Me and Bobby McGee after her death in October of 1970, and it zoomed to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles record chart. I open the set with the Rolling Stones and their number one hit from May of 1971, Brown Sugar. It was the opening track to their hit album, Sticky Fingers, and has become one of the Rolling Stones' signature songs. In fact, Rolling Stone magazine placed it in their list of 500 greatest songs of all times. Historically, in 1971, the cost of everything was going up. Well, it always does. For example, first-class U.S. postage stamps went from $0.04 in 1970 to $0.08 in 1971. The cost of gasoline was beginning to go up as well. It went up to about $0.40 a gallon for regular, depending on where you bought it. Oh, and a movie ticket would cost you about a buck fifty. Class of 1971. And the sign said, long-haired, freaky people need not apply. So I took my hair up under my hat, and I went in to ask him why. He said, you look like a fine, upstanding young man. I think you do. So I took off my hat, I said, imagine that. So I jumped on the fence and he yelled at the house Hey, what gives you the right To put up a fence to keep me out Or to keep Mother Nature in If God was here and tell you to your face Man, you're some kind of sinner
Well, the Beatles may have broken up by 1971, but they all went on amazing solo careers. And Paul McCartney is a pretty good example of that. That was the story about Uncle Albert, Admiral Halsey from Paul McCartney and Wings. The song from the debut Wings album zoomed to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart during the summer of 1971. And it was a little unusual because of its length, almost five minutes long on a 45 RPM record. I opened the set with the five-man electrical band and their number three hit from July 1971, Signs. It was one of two hit records the Canadian group would have in the United States. They had a lot of other hits for them in their home country of Canada. Historically, in 1971, the digital age began with the invention of something called a microprocessor. Now, they were pretty expensive at the time, but like everything else, they dropped in price as they became more in demand. Today, they're in all our favorite electronic devices, from cell phones to computers and everything in between. Class of 1971. In 1971, an Australian singer had her first hit record in the States. Here's Olivia. If not for you, babe, I couldn't even find the door. I couldn't even see the floor. I'd be sad and blue if not for you. See me wide away. The day would surely have to break. It would not be new if not for you. If not for you, my sky will fall. Rain.
mistaking the sound of The Who and their number 15 1971 hit, We Won't Get Fooled Again. The Who joined the musical British invasion of the United States late in 1967 to be exact, but by 1971 they were well established. Now I'm sure you're familiar with the Who's rock opera Tommy, but the song you just heard, We Won't Get Fooled Again, was written for another rock opera by The Who that never got off the ground. I opened the set with Olivia Newton-John and her first U.S. hit record, If Not For You, which hit number 25 on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart in 1971. The song was originally written and recorded by Bob Dylan back in 1970, but it was Olivia Newton-John's version that we remember. Historically, in October of 1971, Walt Disney World opened in Florida. Construction of Disney World actually began in 1967, but Walt Disney himself passed away before construction began. He never saw the magical kingdom he dreamed of creating. Class of 1971.
song all i can visualize is a recording studio full of folks having a lot of fun that was delaney and bonnie and their 1971 number 13 hit never ending song of love delaney and bonnie were a husband and wife folk duo who only had two top 40 hits and then divorced in 1973 and during that time they worked with some of the greats of the music world like george harrison Greg Allman, and Eric Clapton, to name a few. I opened the set with Rare Earth and their number seven hit from the summer of 1971, I Just Want to Celebrate. It was one of six hits the group would have between 1970 and 1978. I Just Want to Celebrate was used in various national advertising campaigns over the years, including commercials for the Ford Motor Company and AT&T. Historically, in 1971, when those songs were on our radios, some of our favorite TV shows included The Mary Tyler Moore Show, The Odd Couple, and The Partridge Family. Popular movies at the box office included the James Bond film Diamonds Are Forever and the musical Fiddler on the Roof. Well, taking a look at the clock here, I'm halfway through this special edition of Nothing But Old 45s, I'm calling... The class of 1971. I'm going to take a short break. We'll be right back with more 
from 1971. Nothing but old 45's laugh track. <laughs> you know, it's good to talk to people you love who are so far away. Just to hear the sound of their voice can make your whole day, and theirs too. That's what long distance is all about. E.T. phone home. We're sorry, your call did not go through. Will you please try your call again? Oh, poop. Direct distance dialing with saw blades, speak and spell, and umbrella is affordable in your area, even less in some galaxies. E.T. and T. Phone home. Well, it's that time of year again. Time for the kids to get out and enjoy the great out of doors. But you say you aren't going to have time to take them? Well, you're in luck. It's time to send your favorite little summer marauder to Camp Hiawamco. Camp Hiawamco, nestled in the wooded foothills of the Appalachians. Coming by car, it's right between point of interest and historical site, just south of Rest Area and west of Scenic Overlook, Pennsylvania. Here's what a happy alumni has to say about Camp Hiawamco. Well, I first went there, I didn't think I was going to like it, but then I learned about girls from my counselor. We used to hear him and the girls' counselor in Cabin 3 making funny noises in the bushes. Singing around the campfire, fishing, swimming, and canoeing in a pond fed by the spring surrounding three Mile Island. The Indians call it Lake of Glowing Water. Mom and Dad, you can have a nice quiet summer this year, too. Or as the Wamakashi Indians say, Umaquatsnot Rupala Nushnush. Literally translated meaning, may you have a warm thought without getting soot in your teepee. Camp Hiawamco. Class of 1971.
to the second half of this Nothing But Old 45 special, the class of 1971, and that was former Beatle Ringo Starr and his first hit as a solo artist, It Don't Come Easy, which landed at number four on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart in May of 1971. Ringo Starr had a talented producer for that song who also played guitar on the record, his old buddy, George Harrison. I opened the set with Cher and one of her many hit records as a solo artist. In October of 1971, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves became a number one hit for Cher on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. Of course, Cher went on to have many, many more hit records in the years to come. Historically, in 1971, NPR, or National Public Radio, began broadcasting nationwide in April 1971. 
Cigarette advertising on television in the United States ended, and the delivery service FedEx began operation. It gave UPS some competition. Class of 1971. Last night I had a crazy dream about a chick in a black bikini. Mm. Oh, she looked so good, she couldn't be real. She must be a magic genie. But she disappeared around the corner. All I saw were three doors and the top of her bikini. I made it through the first door. There was a party going on. I asked about the chick, but what they said was free. Chick-a-boom, chick-a-boom. Don't you just love it? Chick-a-boom, chick-a-boom. Don't you just love it? I found the bottom part behind the second door, which took me to Africa, I presume. This really far I can was screaming half crazy.
That is an L.A. group by the name of The Honey Cone. And their number one hit record from 1971, Want Ads. The song also hit number one on the Billboard R&B record chart that year. Honeycone blasted onto the record charts with three hit records in 1971, but only one in 1972. You may not know this, but Honeycone was an all-girl group. And despite their success in 1971, they disbanded by 1973. I opened a set with a one-hit wonder from a Cleveland, Ohio singer-songwriter. Daddy Dewdrop, Chick-a-Boom is what the song was called. It was a pretty good hit, too, landing at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100 singles record chart in April 1971. Daddy Dewdrop's real name was Richard Monda, and he made a living from writing music for a CBS Saturday morning cartoon show back then called The Groovy Ghoulies. Historically, in 1971, a couple of board games were introduced, and they're still popular today. The game's a battleship and operation were introduced. Now, a buzzer would go off as you tried to remove various parts of the patient's body in the game of operation. Here's a little piece of a Milton Bradley commercial for operation. It takes a steady hand because if you touch the side... <laughs> Here goes a funny bone. Oops. Class of 1971. They just love to learn And another child grows up to be Somebody you just love to burn Mom loves the both of them You see it's in the blood Both kids are good mom Blood's thicker than the mud It's a family affair
George Harrison and his first hit record as a solo artist, My Sweet Lord. It was a huge hit for the former Beatle, reaching number one at the end of 1970 and staying at number one during January 1971, which is why I included it on this show. I opened a set with Sly and the Family Stone and their number one hit from November of 1971, Family Affair. The song was also a number one hit on the Billboard R&B record chart for a total of five weeks. Wow. Historically, in 1971, when those two songs were on radio, cassette recorders were really catching on, and many of you may have used them to record your favorite songs right off the radio. Yeah, you can do that and get away with it. <laughs> okay, time for one more song here on this edition of Nothing But Old 45. Yeah, here comes Amos. Amos, yes. Now, Amos Moses was a Cajun. He lived by himself in the swamp. They hunted alligator for a living. He just knock him in the head with a stone. The Louisiana law gonna get you, Amos. It ain't legal hunting alligator down in the swamp, boy. Everybody blamed his old man for making him mean as a snake. When Amos Moses was a boy, his daddy would use him for alligator bait. Tie a rope around his waist and throw him in the swamp.
to a man of the cloth. Call him Amos Moses. Yeah. <laughs> Now all the folks around South Louisiana said Amos was a hell of a man. He could trap the biggest, the meanest alligator, and just use one hand. That's all he got left called alligator bitty. <laughs> left arm gone clean up to the elbow. Well, the sheriff got wind that Amos was in the swamp trapping alligator skin. So he snuck in the swamp, gonna get the boy, but he never come out again. Well, I wonder where the Louisiana sheriff went to. Now there's a song you don't hear on radio much anymore. Jerry Reed and his number eight hit from January 1971, Amos Moses. Jerry Reed was a country western singer-songwriter who you may remember as the truck driver in the 1977 movie Smokey and the Bandit. He was always on the CB radio. Move on a bit, good buddy, because the snowman is coming through. Now, historically in 1971, the voting age in the United States was lowered to 18 years of age when the 26th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified. Now, remember to get out and vote wherever you live. Well, I hope you enjoyed this Class of 1971 musical reunion. I'm Larry Cracker, your host. Give us a like on Facebook, and we'll talk to you next time.